Hello everybody, thanks for downloading You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania 6. Uh, I recorded it with Chris Kelly and we talk about WrestleMania 6. This is the part of the podcast where I tell you, if you don't care about wrestling, if you don't know what wrestling is, that's okay. But you should stop listening because you're not going to enjoy the show. You should probably just watch the show on the WWE Network and then listen to the show, or just have a general sense of what wrestling is. I'm very sorry, I like all of you very much, but if you don't care about wrestling in any way, this is not going to make any sense, and there's absolutely no way to present this in a way that will connect to you. I am very sorry. If you do like wrestling, we're probably going to get a bunch wrong, and you'll hate us, but at least it'll make sense. Okay, so uh, we do have one plug. Tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this, hopefully it's tomorrow, because I assume everyone listens, downloads and listens as soon as it goes up. But uh, on Friday, October 2nd, 2015, You Meet Them Everybody Live returns to the Wonderland Ballroom. It's going to be part of Benson Ball. Gavin Holland is going to be there. Ian Abramson is going to be there. Hey, with C. Jr. is going to be there. Allison Lane is going to be there. Ryan Little is going to be there. And more people will be there. So that's the two things. Number one, if you like wrestling and or know what wrestling is, you might enjoy this. If you don't, not for you. There are so many other shows. It's a show 373. There's at least 370 shows that aren't... That's a lot. There are at least 360 shows that aren't related to wrestling that you should enjoy. Friday, October 2nd, Wonderland Ballroom in D.C. Uh, shows are coming up in Chicago and other places. So, without further ado, WrestleMania 6, Chris Kelly and I... Oh, yeah, by the way, really quick. This episode ends with uh, my favorite promo of all time. It's the Ultimate Warriors promo to Hulk Hogan about WrestleMania 6. So, that's at the end of the show. If you want to fast forward... Uh, to the end of it and listen to the most insane perfect promo of all time feel free it's a treat so thanks for downloading and i hope you enjoy the show there's a lot that's still relevant now that's surprising so let's get to the actual wrestlemania yes this is the best intro yet by yes. the way, really quick, watch this on the WWE Network. Don't yeah. just pretend... You're not going to know what the fuck we're talking about, and there's no way to even follow along. So yeah. please, ask us for a password. Yeah. Just ask Brandon for my password. It'll be fine. It's all just, it's just Triple H and then at sign WWE.com. Yeah. And the password is China. And figure out the spelling of China. It's great. Anyways, WrestleMania six, the first in Canada, and their intro is amazing. We have a really great animation yeah. of the stars... The stars, like, in the sky, <laughs> fighting. <laughs> it's Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior as stars in the sky, fighting. Yeah, and Vince is explaining astrology in Vince's voice. It's amazing. Yeah, like he's, like he's mad at astrology. And do you know why expensive. he used astrology? Because astrology's in the sky. And do you know where this was held? The Sky Dome. It, That's it's, why. It's, it's pretty brilliant. It's pretty smart. What do you think of the Sky Dome as a, an arena, or a venue? for? I thought it looked pretty good. They yeah. had a really long, they had, like, a, a widescreen... Uh, monitor that yeah. you could really see. I felt like it, being there, you'd actually be able to see things. Yeah, this was the first one where it seems like, oh, people know what's going on. Yeah, which is nice. Right. Um, but it is the where the Blue Jays won the World Series, and Jesse the Body Ventura points out that yes, people could stay there. It's also a hotel, so yeah. that's very nice. They were doing nice plugs for it. Yeah, they liked it. Sixty-seven thousand people. Sixty-seven thousand six hundred and seventy-eight. It's a fun number. Yeah, uh, and they actually look like there was that many people. It's not a lie. They didn't. Yeah, they. We're not lying this year. Much. We don't lie in change, Canada. Yeah, they didn't change the numbers much. No. Either. Yeah, in the audience, uh, this is your your wiki facts mm-hmm. for this one. Uh, future wrestlers Edge and Christian, Lance Storm, 
uh, current announcer Renee Young. I did not and know that. The Green Arrow himself, Stephen Amell. Really? And SummerSlam 2015, Stephen Amell. Holy shit! That's really surprising to me because I didn't think Renee Young was that old. <laughs> She Renee was, Young is she was born. She was actually born at WrestleMania six. Great, Miss Elizabeth's <laughs> child. When they pan and they show the crowd, someone's holding up a Chicago Bulls basketball coat for no apparent reason. Because once again, we're in Toronto. Were you there? I was there. Okay, I'm from parts unknown slash Toronto. Yeah, uh, I noticed that Canada. The crowd dresses like it's still 1988, 87, 86, a few yeah. years behind, but it's like the... very polite and happy to be there. Yeah. Also in the crowd. Um, Men in suits. Yes. With uh, Ultimate Warrior's face paint To on. be specific, men in tuxedos. Yeah. Uh, not just suits. Not like a gray tweed suit. No, no. Yeah. This is our nothing going off, out. Nothing off the rack. Pretty great. Uh, it, it seems like... We should find out the ticket price for this because it seems like regular people near the front. It doesn't seem like yeah. crazy uh, rich people. Not except, that crazy except, rich people are trying to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, except for the, the tuxedo-clad uh, warrior fans. I don't think those guys were super rich. <laughs> Yeah, I think they, they bought a tuxedo instead of their, giving their kids Christmas. Yeah, yeah. pretty great. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're in Canada, so for the first time we don't have uh, an American song. Right. We don't have the national anthem as sung by Mean Gene, <laughs> and we don't have God Bless America. No, we have O Canada sung by Robert Goulet. Which is pretty cool. Not Canadian. I did not know that. <laughs> like, I was just looking like, <laughs> I was trying to figure out why Robert Goulet could That's possibly so be there. Yeah. So he was available. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm oh, totally okay with that. Uh, Gorilla and Jesse are once again on Mike Gorilla Monsoon, Jesse the Body Ventura. For the first time in all of our WrestleManias, Jesse the Body Ventura does not look like he's on steroids. Yeah, I think he's cycling off at this point. Is he? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why he's doing this. I don't know why Jesse the Body Ventura is still doing this. This is post-Predator, post-Running Man. Why are you doing this? How bad did you negotiate this contract <laughs> that you're still having to call WrestleMania? Well, spoiler alert, that's why he will no longer be there. Thank you. But I feel like that should have come two years ago. Yeah. When yeah. did Predator come out? Did we not know that last time as well? And Running Man? Like, these no, are he was doing, yeah. I mean, he was small doing, movies. He was doing big action movies at this time. And, and this is, which I don't know if we said at the top, but this was April 1st, 1990. Uh, so he, he had had the success in the 80s. And he had been, I mean, he'd been out of wrestling as as far as our active competitor, as long as he's been doing the WrestleManias, so... I don't understand yeah. this at all. I don't know. I think my my default answer always is just, like, you know, they're just... They, they live and die in this this business, a lot of these guys. And, uh, you know... Hey, and what... It's not a tough gig. No, it's not you a just tough... make... You just... For three hours, you call Gorilla Monsoon old and be vaguely racist. That's yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, And you get paid. It's pretty... It's pretty cherry gig. All right. Well, anyways... That's cool. I agree. It's really fun to say racist things and call your friend fat at every given opportunity. No yeah. one's disagreeing with you on that. That being said, uh, there are some things that are also repeated. Uh, WrestleMania three, which is held at the Silverdome, arguably the best WrestleMania yet. One of the calling cards about that, one of the signatures, was the carts that bring the wrestlers to the ring. Yes. We have that again in the uh, in the Sky Dome. Do you think it was necessary? I didn't think it was particularly necessary the first time. The first time it makes sense because it's really far it away. You're in a football stadium. This right. is a baseball stadium. Yeah, it's a you lot should smaller. be able to make it. Yeah, and you can. It turns out you can just put the ring wherever you want. Oh yeah, <laughs> you just do whatever <laughs> you want. Um, I, I think it was okay. Um, the first, let's get to the first match of the night. B 
before we just continue to talk bullshit about the Sky Dome, which yeah. seems like a fine place to have a WrestleMania. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, first match is uh, I don't remember this at all. I actually didn't think this was Paul uh, Roma and the nope, Brooklyn Brawler. That, was, that a, was not televised. It was a dark match. Yeah, that's what that means. There we go. First match that we saw: Rick Martell and Coco Beware. I think this was a great way to start the television show, the television portion. I think Coco Beware is a great like pop. It's yeah. a fun guy. He literally has a lot of color. How do you hate Coco Beware? No, he was a great, I mean, and he was really on one of this, I think. I felt like all the drop kicks and the bumps mm-hmm. he was taking, he was just flying around. And it's also, we've seen both these guys in several manias at this point, and this is like Martel after he made the heel turn after last WrestleMania when he walked out on his tag team mm-hmm. partner, and he was a super generic guy. Now he was the model. So he was, Yes, that, which is, is a really bad gimmick. It is, but it's also his like most known and yeah. and he was at least it it gave a little color to to a pretty boring guy. Absolutely, and, yeah. and he has the gimmick that you've already said you like the oversized cologne sprayer, yeah, the atomizer, <laughs> which I had. Yeah, so I think they mentioned that, and as I was like, what could that possibly be called? Um, and his his uh, fragrance is called arrogance. That's pretty great. And if this was existed that ever now, so- oh, I was going to say they would clearly if they if this existed now they would sell it because they would they'll sell anything. But I don't think actually it, I think no, the they don't sell anything because I want the Coco Beware tights. I, okay, I mean a current wrestler, they will market everything. I think that they should sell some tights in the store because next year they're going to have that workout line. They're right. already going to be selling tights for dudes to work out in. Yeah, why can't you just throw some parrots on them and make them the Coco Beware tights? I think we have your uh, Halloween costume. I want the Jesse Ventura. T- no, sorry, the uh, Jake the Snake tights, and I want the Coco Beware tights. I think those rule. Yeah, and I want the uh, the boxing shorts. From WrestleMania 2 for Roddy Roddy Piper. That's my Christmas list. Well, there you go. Um, Kelsey's listening. Here's the problem with this. Even though it was a 3 minute and 51 second match, it wasn't that exciting. Perfectly fine wrestlers. It's so not exciting that at one point, uh, Jesse tells Gorilla Monsoon that uh, Robert Goulet reminds him of Axl Rose. And uh, Gorilla's like, oh, that Axl. Yeah, that Axl Rose. He had to say, the guy from Guns N' Roses. He did not know who that is. Specify. That's the first time of this, and the first of many times where I'm like, oh yeah, it's already 1990, but this does not look like it's 1990. It doesn't, and I also feel that this one, overall, this whole thing feels like a uh, very 80s still. Yeah. And it, even backwards from where we were just at with, yeah. with 5. And also, it definitely feels, but at the same time, it's the end of the era in a lot of ways, which we'll see. Yeah. We'll uh, see. In this next match, actually. Perfect. Uh, the match is Axe and Smash, Demolition, against the Colossal Connection, Andre the Giant and Haku, with... Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, so the problem with the Colossal Connection is, I mean, Andre the Giant, still seven foot four, probably pushing 500 yeah. pounds. Haku, big guy, uh, 6'1", 275. Jeez. So he looks like... A baby. Look like a baby like next a baby. to Andre. It's, it's absurd. Uh, mean Gene calls them the Colostomy Connection, which was <laughs> kind of amazing. He just does it. I didn't even know He does it that. solely when he intros them. He does it very extremely deadpan, as deadpan as you could do. And Heenan, like, he's like, what'd you call us? But it, it's just great. Uh, Andre cannot cut a promo for his life. Yeah. Uh, he's essentially laughing over this entire thing. Yeah, the, I mean. The demolition promo, which follows this promo, equally bad. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, this is the first WrestleMania where almost every single match we get a decent backstory. Yes. Uh, we did not get one for Coco, but whatever. It's right, it's, that he, was just he's to, great. to open it. He had a parrot. Yeah, the, yeah. that's his, that's his yeah. thing. And Demolition is still in, just, I mean, that was their whole gimmick the whole time, was the kiss makeup and mm-hmm. the horrible S&M gear. That being said, Demolition are legit scary people. As, yeah. like, these are the kind of people you're going to see in a bar. 
yeah. on the outskirts of town that you like. And don't the S and M gear in. will be under their clothes. Yeah. Yeah. They might just have it in the trunk for you, but it's just to tie you up. Like yeah, they're not yeah. even having some, fun with we're, it. It's some Zed's dead stuff. Yeah, yeah it's not good. Um, th- that's why, like, they're a good team. Like, this makes sense to me completely. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I never like these guys, but whatever. <laughs> what? I think you're the target audience. I think I was the target audience. I was um, seven years old. Like, okay, yeah. I'm supposed to love and, these scary well, guys. To be honest, they were extremely over. If you can tell yeah. by the sound. Oh, like, for sure. For people sure. People love them. This is in the middle of. Andre's still a heel. Heenan is a heel, and they are like the the biggest thing. And of our 14 televised matches, it's the third longest of the night. They give this match some time to develop. Yeah, which is a mistake because uh, <laughs> Andre at this point is oh, yeah. not in good shape. No. It's his last televised match. He doesn't even wrestle. Are you serious? He never tags in. He, he'll he interfere and stuff, and he doesn't do anything until I, after the match. Oh my gosh. That's how much... It wasn't like, oh, we have to hide... We have to like protect him and then just... Because you see this now. Yeah, There's guys yeah. that come in... There's a guy right now, Braun Strowman, who's with Bray Wyatt, and yeah. he can do two moves. So you... He's a big giant, sits yeah. in the corner, and then the end you let him do his two moves. Andre didn't even do anything in the match. He did it after because he accidentally got kicked, so then he yeah. had a squash Haku and he had a smack Keenan around. But yeah, he's he gets his face turned and that's his last thing on TV. But, you know, he's forty three at this point and he'll but he does not look forty three. He looks like at least fifty three. Yeah, and he'll be well he he'll died in ninety three. Yeah. So. Not a not a happy ending like most wrestling stories. Well there's uh like we said, the match is very long. You know it's going poorly when they show a wide shot of the arena yeah. during a match. They like, could, they're not cutting to commercial. You have just... three and a half hours of programming, and you're cutting to that during a match. Yeah, that's how long really was that? bad. That was a nine minute and 30 second match. Okay, so it's night. the third longest because A, we have a really long card, and B, the last one is is really long for, for what we've seen so far. Yes. It, it, it feels pretty long, too. Yeah. Well, it, I, it ends with one of my favorite things. Or no, does that come later? That comes later. Yes, this doesn't even end well. No. It just ends. It just ends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's It just ends. I think that's on Andre's yeah. tombstone. Andre's slaps, though, uh, to the brain are really bad. Yeah, he didn't it's, even... He didn't really try. He didn't try to fake hurt him. All um, right. So, that going down... Fun. Yeah, going down, like, a few inches and a few pounds, uh, our next match, we have Earthquake. And Hercules. Hercules, a gimmick still, that we are surprised ever worked. Still, my I still my note is I still hate Hercules. God, an earthquake the is the worst. Earthquake is six seven four sixty eight, and and if you can imagine the worst way to carry that weight, that's what he's doing. Earthquake is the first wrestler where you know he smells bad. <laughs> that we see. That's probably accurate. The unitard is not helping. The uh, he does his whole promo while gyrating, oh, which he's... would be great. As a GIF, if you didn't like someone, but it's horrible. These are the worst promos yet, and they sound... This is goes for the entire card. They sound incredibly yeah. Sh- scripted. Yeah. There are three people that cut good promos, and we'll talk about those, but every other promo is not good. It's not good. And and this one, I mean, I don't really have even much to say about this. The only thing that's kind of interesting is that Earthquake apparently was a promising sumo wrestler before his... His wrestling career? That's surprising. He doesn't yeah. look in shape. I think he. Be a I think wrestler. he just. This was like the '80s, and so he just let himself go when okay. he was wrestling. I mean, his finisher is horrible. He he, he uh, essentially runs against the rubs twice and then sits on your face. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's actually yeah, it. it yeah. he, it's supposed to be chest. chest Usually, but, like I the mean, face gets slammed into yeah, his like right dick his, area. Yeah, groinal area. Yeah, right. and and it's just a horrible match. Here's the thing: Earthquake's theme song is kind of clever. It's like he's. Brr, he goes, blah, blah, blah. 
But like you're following onto the giant who's obviously bigger than you. Yeah. We're not, how are we supposed also, to be impressed? How, yeah, I mean that's the thing too. They had two big guys, and you might go, "Oh, why didn't they just like put the two guys against each other?" But it obviously neither of them can't wrestle, so you you'd be pretty screwed. And we'll learn later on in the night through all these promos. Earthquake is used in like every fucking match. Vince McMahon is obsessed era. with large people. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me because he doesn't even look good. Now there are a few large guys in the WWE, but they look good. Yeah. Big Show f- looks good. Mark yeah. Henry arguably looks good. Yeah. Braun Strowman still doesn't look like he's about to die. Yeah. This looks like a welfare stereotype. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, I know. The pink Cadillac and the blue unitard. Yeah. That's what Reagan was been talking about. I am so surprised that he lived as long as he did. When did he die? 2006, died at the age of 42. I'm still shocked by that. That's, yeah, that seems high. Oh, God. Anyways, all right, so that's that. That's the thing that happened. Yeah, all right. And then we go to one of our um, interviews that's interspersed. Oh, really quick, really quick. The match ends, but then they're still fighting at one point. Why is the ref still refereeing after the bell? He referees during the bell. He's earning his money. Okay, great. Also, who bought an Earthquake t-shirt? Do they even make Earthquake t-shirts? I bet they made Earthquake Who bought that? Who bought, like, did somebody buy that as a joke? Garbage people. Well, I shouldn't shouldn't say that. Anyways, you were saying. So we cut to an interview between uh, Rona Barrett, Mm -hmm. who I wasn't familiar with. Nor was I. Okay, well, she's not, like, unlike last time where we had a really important shock uh, TV guy. She was an interview person. (laughs) She was an interview person. (laughs) And she's interviewing uh, Miss Elizabeth. Yes. It's the most words that Miss Elizabeth has put together. In on, WrestleMania. This is our fourth WrestleMania yeah. with, with Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. No, our fourth or third? Did Macho Man wrestle in two? Two is the first one, yeah. Oh, so this is that our was, fifth yeah. with Elizabeth, yeah. and these are definitely the most words put together. Put together, yeah. These are sentences. Yeah. She doesn't sound scared either. Because uh, Savage is not in the room nope. uh, threatening to abuse her. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. Um, but her whole thing is basically about why she hasn't been seen and mm-hmm. why she doesn't want to disappoint the fans. And uh, this is called foreshadowing. <laughs> Because when the person who hasn't been wrestling or seen wrestling in a while shows up for a special interview segment. Um, She's wearing a very sensible business suit. Yeah. Business coat and a skirt. Very sensible shoes. Yeah. Not a gown. Not not an evening gown. No. But we're still lying about her looks. We're still still saying saying she's the most beautiful woman ever. ever. Yeah. Once again, not a knock on Miss Elizabeth. No. But no, she's good. Yeah. She's good. Yeah, she's good. She's a nice lady. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next match. Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake versus Mr. Perfect with uh, the genius. Lonnie Papa, who is uh, Savage's brother. Yes. Uh, genius is a great gimmick. Love it. Brutus's Beefcake sounds like it's still from WrestleMania 1, uh, his theme song. It sounds it has, so bad. It does, but it also has, like, Seinfeld bass. Yeah. It's a lot it's, of slab of the bass going re- on. It's <laughs> really bad. Yeah. This is a match that happened. Yeah, once again, perfect, like, this is the, the problem, kind of like the last pay, last uh, WrestleMania was like, oh, look at these guys who are going to be good, Mr. Perfect, and mm-hmm. Owen Hart, and you're starting to see Bret Hart kind of separate, and Shawn Michaels and all that, but it was just like, this is, then he gets squashed by Brutus Beefcake, and it's yeah. like, it's kind of a waste. Mr. Perfect is like, overselling so hard. Yeah, his bumps, like, flipping around. There's one point where he runs into the turnbuckle, and he literally jumps up and backwards. Yeah. That's not even possible. <laughs> yeah. The physics of it aren't great, but it looks... I mean, he, he was a second-generation guy. He knew to sell... I thought he was selling so hardcore because he was pissed off at his place on the card. 
I could. It looked really bad. <laughs> like he was just like, "Fuck this." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's because he was selling to the cheap seats, but and he was a professional. But yeah. Well, we find out uh, via Josie the Body, the Ventura, that Mary Tyler Moore, who is in the audience, is a very big fan of Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, I don't know why. That's a be. true fact. The Brutus's biggest fan was his friend Hulk Hogan, and that's why he has a career. Got it. Anyways, uh, it had to be really boring to watch this the aftermath of every Brutus match because like the idea of like I'm gonna cut your hair that's cool yeah. then you gotta like sit through you gotta wait till he gets the garden shears and then he goes no I'm not gonna use the garden shears because I'd cut someone's head off yeah. so I'll use the little clipper and it's just so it took longer than the actual match yeah and that's just boring and and after that I mean after the fact that Mary Tyler Moore's there my notice could skip the first hour yeah. so this took an hour but that being said it wasn't that boring we just yeah. know it's a three and a half hour card you just know and then when you look at this now you go, there's none of that matters. Yeah, none of that matters. That being said, I did like that there was some sort of context for all of these matches, right. except Coco Beware. The next one with some context, it's uh, Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown. So Roddy is far away, sadly, from They Live. Back he's, to wrestling. Yes. Our I thought you were going to make a returns. joke about how he's he's not living right now. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, I, the, that's I like the opposite him. of I'm not live. doing I'm just sincerely sad for the man. No, yeah. He should have had a more successful Hollywood career. Yeah, I mean, they live. It's great. He was in good shape. And yeah. And once again, these guys live and die in it. So. Yeah, so he's back. Yeah. And he's a welcome back. Like, it's nice to see him. He's still amazing. And Mike, we see the backstory. Yeah. They had a little confrontation in the Rumble. Yeah. In, in uh, I believe, January yep. before this. Um, a lot of the story, and that's kind of still carries to the day, it was the kind of run-up to Mania starts at the Rumble. Yeah. And uh, you get your, your last few months in before the, the pay-per-view. But yeah, he uh, so he had an issue with Bad News Brown. And Bad News Brown blatantly cheated in the Rumble after the fact. He came and came out and pulled him back out. Which is wrong. You're not supposed to... That's like the one thing in the Rumble you're not yeah, supposed to the do. the one thing that no one's supposed to do that happens every time. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling is the best. Yes, and so Bad News Brown is a black man. Yes. And... Roddy is, is not. No. He's a white man from Canada. Yeah. With Scottish heritage. Yes. And um, he's in a half blackface. Yeah. Here, here's, here's the problem. <laughs> There's really no way to, like, you can't, like, he, we build see up him, to it. It's not like he has been wearing blackface or half blackface this I entire think he had run. Done, no, he had done, like, just his face, and he had done it once, just his face. Okay. This is his head-to-toe, one-side, two-face style. Yeah, exa- two-face, exactly. So... He refers to himself as Two-Face multiple times. Yes. Is he just straight-up racist or crazy? I'm, like, both. hoping it's crazy it's and both. not racist. It's both. God damn it. He's clear. I mean, he was the heel because he's he's the tw- he's a tweener because people like but him. But Bad News but... Brown was also a heel in this. And that's why they fight to a double countout because they're just going to beat the shit out of each other. But you can't... The guy who's in half... Here's a hint. The guy who's in half blackface, not the good guy. <laughs> He's fighting also in Canada where he's from and gets a huge pop. Yeah, I mean, they don't care because no. they're also... Well, there's a Roddy for racist. Prime Minister sign yeah. in the audience. And this is like on the way to the ring. Uh, and Jesse, for weirdly, uh, somebody says, uh, Jesse, I think, says, what if I ran for president? <laughs> no one yeah. saw them coming. No. no. Uh, fucking weird. <laughs> Anyways... Oh boy, uh, this is sad. This is a sad match to me. Yeah, and I mean, and even before the match, the whole the promo where he's like kind of gasping for air, which I don't know if it's like he was just in bad shape or was part of his character yeah. over the edge. But this, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He keeps selling it as he's not making like Venture always makes like little sly racist comments, and he's yeah. not doing any of that. No, he's not saying like jive or he's not saying anything. He's just 
he does that in the match because it's kind of oh, because it, he he does a kind of a Saturday night he does fever. a Saturday night fever thing and then he pulls out like a, a Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson glove, glove for seemingly no reason and even even Monsoon is like. Well, I guess the ref checked that before. Like, I don't yeah. think anyone knew that was happening. No, that's why I don't think it's racist. I think it's just insane. Yeah, I mean, then maybe it just... It's just so outdated. Like, you are either have had so many concussions, you're just permanently at this state. Yeah. Or you're drunk. Like, there's something wrong with... You're, like, obviously in a downward Yeah, I mean, slide. it was not... Yeah, it wasn't great. The, the whole... The best thing about this... It's not even the match. It's a brawl. Mm-hmm. It's a double countout. Yeah. You, you which I th- think there's more on this. Countouts are, are really boring, but yeah. it, it's a brawl. They beat the crap of each other. The best part of it is the the story is that they took the I think Andre and someone else took the solvent he was supposed to use to remove the paint mm-hmm. because they had paint that wouldn't. It's not like Sting's makeup or Warrior's makeup yeah. that melts off. Like he's half black and and dark black. And uh, as black as you get. And they took the solvent and, like, replaced it with water. So he had to, like, fly the next day, half black. And he, it took, like, three weeks to get off his body. Oh, my God. Which is amazing. So that's that's called a rib. That's uh, oh playing a prank on a guy. He's making him half black in uh, in oh society. I kind of agree with uh, Giant on that one. <laughs> yeah. You should, uh, and this hurts because Roddy's my favorite. We've yeah, established that. I know. Oh, well, boy. The character is half racist, not the man. I'm still going to go with not half racist <laughs> and just insane. Yeah. No, it's okay. He just gets... He, he keeps getting in these feuds with, For uh, the amount with of, black guys. It's it's totally cool. I just th- I seriously think that they set this up simply so they could try to recreate the Day Live fight at the end of the match. Outside of the ring. Right. That's why it's that. Yeah. I genuinely don't think he's racist. I think he's fucking stupid. Yeah. I think... Yeah. I, it's a once again you can't do blackface and it not be racist so that's the thing it's not even blackface if it was blackface yeah, yeah but if it's half black and he references two face a bunch i think you're you're really this I'm is really not, stra- the, this is not uh, the hill you want to die <laughs> listen all i'm saying is hulk hogan is an american hero now and then here we go there that's go. the thing he hated hulk hogan he's blatant racist <laughs> so if you're it just repeat, yeah. Oh, it's so sad. It just cycles back on itself. The Howard Foundation against the Bolsheviks. Oh, I, yeah, and before before the match, um, Steve Allen's in the showers. St- yes, Steve Allen, famous for being Steve Allen, famous comedian. Yeah, playing a grand piano. Did he do Tonight Show before Carson? I think so. Okay, in the showers. I think so. I'm asking the one person who should know that. I don't give a shit about Carson. Carson, I never like Carson. Okay, so Steve Allen. Sorry, I don't like f- beating women. <laughs> Steve Allen, don't know if he beat women, but he's in the shower. I never with... liked the fuck the Tonight Show. It's never been good. It's never been for me. My grandmother liked the Tonight and Show, and that's why it's great that Steve Allen, who's like seventy at this point, is there to make like like weird weird jokes at wrestlers' expenses. He he's uh, singing the Bolsheviks, uh, not singing their theme song. But this is also 1990, so it's like after the walls falling. I mean, this is why this match. Also, 33 years since he last hosted the Tonight Show. <laughs> Yeah, so very relevant. <laughs> okay. About as relevant as they get. Um, but yeah, Steve Allen's there. No, yeah, 33. Jesus, it was literally 33 years. Sorry, I'm doing yeah. the math. It's like, that can't be right. Yeah, yeah. it's that long. Um, um, and, so that's the, and it's the Hart Foundation versus the Bolsheviks. And this is why this match is 19 seconds, I think, because this gimmick is kind of like, you can't have the Bolsheviks as a as a stable and like Perestroika. Like, it doesn't make sense. So mm-hmm. they had to just like kill this gimmick. Dead. Which is disappointing, because I love flag matches. I know, matches. you like flag matches, and it's Canada versus Russia, that great Cold War <laughs> conflict that they had. But, uh, yeah. My, and, my notes are everything you just said about Steve Allen, 
and then come on, let Bret Hart wrestle. Because we're still not letting I'm, the best wrestler on the card it's, wrestle. It's coming in one of the next ones, and it'll it'll be good. But for now, we're still he's still toiling in a tag team. We have just seen our sixth televised match, the shortest of the night, nineteen seconds long. Yeah. Not the shortest ever. That comes way later. Right. We have our first plug for WrestleMania Seven. Yes. Will be at L.A. Coliseum. Hundred thousand people. It's going to set a record. Yeah, I'm excited for, to watch that because I think a hundred thousand people would be really cool to see. It'd be in a, in a Los Angeles setting. Would be I mean, the that's best. just nuts. It'll be like a real riot. So. Wait one year and see where it is. Is it at the L.A. Coliseum? According to Vince McMahon, it's going to be the most successful live event at the yeah, L.A. Coliseum. Well, you have to wait a week, but yeah, you know, or just go on the network. Next match: The Barbarian with Bobby Heenan against Tito Santana. Uh, this is uh, the last time you'll get to hear Jesse Ventura call him Chico the whole time. Well, yeah, I don't understand why. I still but this will be the first insult. match because he's because he's Hispanic and he's sure, changing like, his how, name. I don't understand why that's an insult. Um, I don't know, but I think something talking about how his enchiladas you won't be normal <laughs> for a week. I think that's maybe that's an insult. Great. That's great. <laughs> And that's then, once again. It's like yes. That's Jesse said that, and Gorilla Monsoon said, "I like that food a lot. My stomach doesn't agree with it." Yeah, <laughs> he's very, very polite, di- very diplomatic way to way to handle that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Tito cuts a promo for this and gives his opponent a shitload of respect, like way too much respect for a because he's a good guy. Yeah, we like him a lot. Yeah. Enchiladas, maybe, maybe not. But. Uh, this the best part about this match has nothing to do with what's going on in the ring. It's just a nothing match. Yeah, this is another one with no no story. Is at one point, uh, Grill to Jesse goes, uh, "You picked up a lot of people," and then Jesse uh, starts to list off all of the ladies he picked up <laughs> south of the border. And Gorilla Monsoon went picking up STDs. It was yeah. great. Yeah, it was great. They had a little fun with yeah. it. Yeah, that's why. Once again, end of an era. Uh, as kind of teases the beginning, this is Ventura's last one. Yeah. And their chemistry is great. Yeah. On, on all of them. And it's that that type of like the balance of play by play and color and having two guys who can kind of riff yeah. is really missing. In in future ones and in current product. I really, really, really like that it's uh, not the same generation either. Yeah. Jesse's sort of involved in the wrestling generation the same way Hogan is on the end tail of that. Yeah. And then obviously Gorilla's way later. But they have this wonderful, like, uncle and, like, godson. Like, weird. Not yeah. exactly father-son, but right. sort of related. Like, they yeah, yeah. get it, and they're able to be dirty with each other, but, like, have some sort of respect. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a great dynamic um, that will be missed. Yeah, uh, here we go. The first appearance of one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Dusty Rhodes and yes. Sapphire. Uh, against Randy Savage and Queen Sherry. Yeah. So... The the step the thing is here is so this is nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. Dusty's past his prime. Yeah. Um for sure. he had he had wrestled uh probably late sixties, seventies, eighties. His peak was probably late seventies into the mid eighties. Yeah. And he comes over after Once again this is nineteen ninety. Yeah, he comes over from whatever if he was in at Crockett or wherever he was at that point. Um and I mean, his character forever was the American dream. Yeah, and he was kind of like, you know, just the just the a, working man. The he working was the man. plumber. He yeah, was the plumber's son yeah. and, and some of plumber, all that. So he gets there, and and if you remember, they also there being they, the, WWF. the WWF. They they already had because he was working for the competition. Mm-hmm. They had already had characters who were ribs directed at Dusty. Yeah, yet they had two. 
Yeah. Which we'll see tonight. But they um, and but the whole thing is Dusty gets there and they immediately put him in a black uh, unitard with uh, yellow polka dots. Kind of looks like he's wearing a trash bag. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just horrible. And then they and they gave him a manager who was like a fifty year old black woman. Yeah. Because the whole thing is Dusty. His speech patterns were like informed by black churches, mm-hmm. and that was their whole thing. Was like, ah, it's a white guy who thinks he's black. Yeah. So pretty horrible way that they treated him, and yet Dusty's the one of the best ever because he took it in stride. He went over. Yeah. Like he he's got the biggest pop thus far of the night, maybe bigger than Rowdy Rowdy Piper at this point. Yeah, I which mean, which is really strange because the thing is, Dusty was huge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was, like, one of the biggest guys for like, two decades. And it's so clear why. Uh, against him is one of the other biggest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Macho Man. In this in this uh, era, Macho King. Right. And Queen Sherry. And Queen Sherry. Uh, who has replaced uh, Miss Elizabeth as his manager. And this is the first mixed tag team match. So boys against boys, girls against girls, and at the same time, they can't swap out. Right. Um... Macho Man's and Queen Sher- and Sensational Sherry's entrance was longer than the entire Hart promo and match. Yeah, his g- going to the ring, he's yeah. milking this for all it is worth. Dusty is so beloved when he comes out, not nearly yeah. as long. And yeah. his theme song is possibly the worst of the night. Uh, Con Man Boogie, Con Man Boogie is so bad. You don't want to sing the I don't the American sing Dream. The, I those first hate few it bars. so much. Yeah. Um, this is also something I'd like to point out. He's the first wrestler. Though they do have, a, like, they cut to a video package. Mm-hmm. There's promos. Um, he also grabs the mic. He's the first wrestler that gets to go on mic in the WrestleMania that is about to wrestle, I think, yeah. ever. Yeah. That says something. Because he does your ruts. Yeah. I'm surprised that that hasn't happened thus far. He, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. I mean, and he's also, he's... You know, of a of a different generation, and and on some of these they've had older guys, but mm-hmm. they weren't necessarily the guys who he was. You know, also on like the first TV generation, not yeah. first TV generation, but a lot of the promos and stuff like that was him and Flair. Like that's he set the template, definitely. Yeah, and it shows, and it's amazing. The match itself is more sad and weird than like wrestling. Yeah, because they the whole thing with the mixed tag is yes, it, as soon as you tag in either your male or your female partner. Mm-hmm. The, the opposite team has to do the same thing. So yeah. the idea is you don't have men beating up women. Yet, but... <laughs> yet, they are constantly attacking the other gender when they're... The, well, mostly they're just attacking... Mostly, mostly macho man. Mo- mostly they're just pulling Sapphire around by her hair, which is really fucked up. Yeah. Um, I don't think at, at any point does Dusty try to attack Sherry. No, he does, like, I think throws her back in the ring and stuff, but there's nothing, like, it's definitely still a face. He's not gonna, yeah. like... Put light hands uh, on her. This is obviously the first time that Macho has not the first time Macho has hit or thrown a woman. Uh, even in a WrestleMania, we've <laughs> yeah, seen this. This is seen, not this is, like this is actually in character. Yeah, this is. Uh, anyways, yeah, but in character too, it's funny because Ventura as the heel has to be like, yeah, this is the result of the women's movement. You know, they're equal now. Oh, God. And so being a feminist is actually heel in WWF. Yeah, like him saying, yeah, they're equal. They can be in the wrestling ring. Is that's what the bad guy says. No, well, also the bad guy... Well, he's not just a... I wouldn't classify <laughs> Ventura as a feminist in this role. No, yes. He says horrible shit. No, yeah, but... About the, the position, Sweet Sapphire, like, every ten seconds. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty... The, it's incredibly... Just, oh, God, it's the worst. It's, it's problematic. This is worse than life. the Rowdy match to me. What Jesse oh, yeah. says. What he says, what the kind of stuff he says, and that's his, like, casual racism, that's what makes it 
almost worse than half blackface. That might not be and like fat racial. shaming. Yeah, they 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 they, oh, they they talk about yeah Sapphire's weight more than they talk about Dusty's weight, and Dusty's like a, a bad three hundred. Yeah, like you you should be worried about his heart weight. Yeah, and once again, uh, so yeah. Speaking of that, actually, the one of the things I noticed in this is that Sapphire and Sherry both died before their respective yeah uh, partners, which is like. Like the, the, how how the business is like doubly unfair to yeah. to women because uh, it does not not they don't fare as well. That either. being said, there was a few impressive moves. They were all from Macho Man on to Dusty. Uh, yeah, there's a suplex that's just really really impressive. It's so like why did they stick Macho Man in this gimmick? He's technically so skilled, right? Facing a man who at one point was skilled, but a totally different type of wrestling. Different type of wrestling, but I mean these are two two great workers, and they could oh, yeah. get great matches out of like. Got a great matchup. In a weird, fucked up way. Good story. Yeah. No, it had... And that's the thing, too. It did have a story. It went back to the Rumble. It, 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 and even if you take that out, and you just watch the in-ring action and seeing those guys, like, they're telling the story, and it's so clear that they're telling the story. They're not even relying on the video package at right. all. Or or even on Mike. It's That's what's super impressive about a really fucked up match. Yeah. And now remind me, what role does, like... So, Elizabeth comes back... Dusty essentially just brings her back. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They had to move the story forward. Yeah, that's it's it. It's not always uh, graceful. Um, and they win. Dusty wins. Yes. Dusty and Sapphire win. And uh, Elizabeth has never been happier. She's She looks genuinely happy. Yeah. And when, when uh, Macho Man wins the belt, and I think three, She just two, looks in fear. Yeah. She's crying tears, and there's some <laughs> smiles there, but it's mostly yeah. tears. And we know Dusty's a nice man because he holds the ropes up for both Elizabeth. He's a... He's a classy guy. And Sapphire. That's really cool of you. That's a gentleman's move. That's, well, Dusty Rose is the best. He is the best. Rest in peace, Dream. And after this amazing match that made me question all of my morals, there's a plug for WrestleMania 7, which will be held at the LA Coliseum. Once again, it's gonna be great, the biggest fucking thing obviously, I've ever seen. Obviously, they keep telling us. Yeah. How it could it not be? How could it not live up to this billing? Yeah, it's gonna be great. You only have a year to promote. That's obviously yeah. more than enough time you to sell tickets. You plan the storylines, you make it big, you've yeah. got, you got all these huge wrestlers. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And then we cut back to the booth. Uh, with Jesse and Gorilla, and all of a sudden, Jesse did porn? We're alluding to They're a alluding weird... to... Yeah, but was it... Also, they were alluding to, like, Sly's porn that he did? Yeah, I didn't... I, what the hell's going on in this, man? Yeah. I just so have, Sly, I, Sly I, Stallone did porn? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. This is a reference that is lost to time. Lost to time, yeah. And now, we get to my favorite promo. So two of my favorite promos of the night. And we, fi- <laughs> we finally understand... I finally understand... Why Hulk Hogan is the man. Uh, we Are you s- skipping the Savage promo? The Savage promo? Well, he does something, I think, in my notes at least. It was after the adult film footage thing, but they cut to Savage. Um, oh, yeah, I don't give a shit about what Savage says anymore. Only because the Because Sherry's, like, screaming in the background. She's running around just, like, going nuts. Yeah. She's out of control, and he just says that, that suffering builds character. And that's yeah. a good lesson. Yeah, they're all in the palm of my hand, whatever. I don't care at this point. Because du- I like Dusty too much to care. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> Move on, asshole. What a mark. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, the Hulk Hogan promo, though, is amazing. Yes. It's more surreal and more absurd than his Donald Trump, we're all going to fall into the ocean promo. Yeah, and the thing is, it's because he's less coked out. He's not like his flops sweaty, and yeah. so you can't just go, oh, isn't that funny? He was on cocaine. Look at the crazy things he said. And then he, he did the backstroke out of frame. Yeah. Which is just funny. Yeah. This is like kind of 
this is I don't know what stage of cocaine and steroids it would be, but he was just like kind of the clear eyed intensity mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. is is scarier. It's and, lovely, and yeah, my favorite line is uh, to to his opponents a warrior is Do you want to live forever? Yep. Breathe your last breath into my body. It's great. Yeah, that's, that's a uh, romantic thing to say to yeah. a man. And then we cut to the Ultimate Warriors promo, and it is the best promo of the night. I'm sorry, Rowdy. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's also, it's the second best promo in this this feud. Because oh, yeah. your favorite promo of all time, yeah. and the best, one of the best, yeah. the Crash the Plane promo. Yes. Uh, where, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where <laughs> Ultimate Warrior tells Hulk Hogan, which is how you spell it. It's Hulk H- Hogan. It's H-O, new word, K-O-G-A-N. That's how you pronounce that. Uh, he tells him to, to take the controls of a plane and crash it. We're going to put that at the end of this episode. Uh, someone write that note down. Hogan, yeah. crash. Crash the plane promo. Oh, God. It's the best. Uh, that is my favorite promo. This is the one piece of art. This is art, by the way, blatantly, that I've shown uh, my wife, and she uh, she hasn't liked it. So I shouldn't have <laughs> even started. She doesn't like this at all. Yeah. I've shown this to so many people in uh, more than 15 years ago. Uh, before podcasting existed, I uh, not fifteen. I sorry, ten years ago, I did a reading, uh, a long form reading into a microphone for an internet thing, and it's all about how the Ultimate Warrior caused nine eleven. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Klosterman has his Radiohead theory. You yeah. have your Ultimate. What's Warrior the Radiohead theory? theory? That Kid A is like uh, predicts nine eleven. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Anyways, uh, Ultimate Warrior actually told him to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't predict. That demanded yeah. it to happen. The, He's the best. Speaking of, of art, though, the best thing is that his not only does he have his, his trademark face paint, mm-hmm. but he also has the Warrior logo, which is the face paint on his chest. It looks like it was done by Keith Haring. Does it? Like it's kind of got it. like the little like motion lines around it, I gotta... which I would just, maybe that was just, I thought that'd be funny because I didn't get that at he all. was a horrible... Uh, uh, homophobe. Huh. Yeah, let's check that out again. Oh, it, yeah. It totally wasn't. It was yeah, in yeah. the style of. That's fascinating. I'm going to yeah. look up those and maybe find some... Find a good picture. Oh, uh, by the way, we're not... There's no... None of this matters. These lines don't make any sense. No. This is the best. Yeah, I don't even have any of the lines I, It doesn't matter. No, it's just nonsense. Quote, yeah. But it, to, to deny his greatness at this point is absurd. Like, yeah. oh, that's why he's the star. Yeah. He's insane. Yeah, no, I mean, he's this is the a different best. level. Like, Piper, like you said, it's like a guy who's dropped on his head too many times. Yeah, and like, at he's this not, point, not yeah. five years no, ago. No, no, and he's just not quite making sense. Mm-hmm. This is surreal and absurd, mm-hmm. and it pulls from, like, weird, whatever mysticism, whatever, so like, great. sci-fi yeah. paperback he was reading. Like, it's kind of This nuts. is Charlie Manson, Don, but, like, instead of folk music, it's hardcore. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah. It's so... And you know, it can't last. And... I used to feel a lot of shame because your, your wife makes fun of me for having the Warriors, my former favorite wrestler. Yeah. Now I don't. Now that I'm rewatching, it's like, oh yeah, he was the best. I like the best guy. Yeah. The promo, the promo work. The rest of the matches a, yeah. suck. I don't care yeah. about the matches. I yeah. care about this insane man yeah. in face paint. Yeah. And he literally changed the game. Yeah. He jumped like quicker than anybody else from from like the second spot of the night to the top. The guy at wrestling and change is where on the bill. He's. Uh, second on the bill, yeah, Re- or third on the bill, wrestling in chains. Yeah, this guy jumped all the way to the top because he's fucking nuts and he's the best. And that's why Hogan sounds like this. It yeah. has nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. All right, here we go. Back to the tag teams. We have the Orient Express versus the Rockers. The Rockers featuring Shawn Michaels. Yes, and Marty Never forget these shirts that they made. 
for yeah. the Rockers were made with puff paint. It's pretty great. No, it's pretty sad. They have no faith in these men. <laughs> they have zero faith in That's these why men. it's great. Is It's great that watching these early Rockers stuff and you don't even see, like, you don't go, oh, that's a glimpse of what Shawn Michaels will become. It's great in retrospect because you go, I can't believe he became a top five guy mm-hmm. after being like this in the beginning. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's because they weren't as, they weren't as serious and they just didn't hit his stride. I mean, they had already like washed out once because they were just, they were, they were rocking too much <laughs> and drinking too much and to come back and, and you, st- the match is, the match is pretty solid. At first it didn't catch me, but I, I went back and, and it's took a look at it. Yeah. Yeah. They, this, they do a lot this of is my, trademarks, this is my favorite ending of the tag team matches of the evening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the best. Yeah. Uh, it's, it ends in a count out. But it only ends in a count-out because somebody threw salt in, in your opponent's eyes. Yeah, which is what you do when that's so cool. Mr. Fuji is your manager. Yeah, that's the thing to do in life. You should always throw shit in people's eyes yeah. all the time. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff, in the, and they're great faces in peril of, like, they're always, get, they're always getting, like, tripped up and, like, mm-hmm. stuck. And, and it's not played like they're dumb. It's just that they're always, they have to work harder to, to do it clean and all that. But yeah. at the same time, they're doing double kip-ups, and they're doing, like, double... Uh, you know, turnbuckle moves and stuff. There's a lot of good tag team stuff, and once again, the, what tag team wrestling will will look like. That being said, it is definitely the quietest match of the night, which is kind of sad. Yeah, it's weird, because they were kind of over. Yeah. They keep cutting to a woman, like, I didn't want to be, like, a creep about this, but they keep cutting to a woman in, like, a white tank top who's clearly not wearing a bra. And really? They keep showing she got, like, feather hair, and she's, like, a big Rockers fan, and she's definitely mm. like, a big Rick Rude fan, and they got keep going, it. like... The ladies like these guys. And it's just like one woman over and over yeah. and over again. I didn't notice that one. All right, that was a match that I'm yeah. glad happened. For some reason, uh, during the match, uh, there's a Pee Wee Herman gay joke. Yeah. Did you notice that? There was a gay... Was it then or there's one... Maybe point. it was just after the match? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's right after because... Oh, it's right after. It's when he's doing the stuff with... When Steve Allen is doing stuff with Rhythm and Blues. Oh, God, this is so bad. Yeah. Okay, so like... Oh, yeah, the Rhythm and Blues. Okay, so this is not even a match. No. I have all these notes on the thing that's not a match. Rhythm and Blues is the Honky Tonk Man and Greg the Hammer Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, I guess it started using the name, but then like they finally really went into it. They, they attacked before, and Valentine was still like his Skinner roadie thing. Yeah. Now he's definitely got like late Elvis. They've got it black, black they're hair. They're guys, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, they're called Rhythm Blues. They're horrible. Uh, but they're supposed to be. They're heels. They're, like, really not good. But Steve Allen is is interviewing them, and he says, Yeah, I haven't been this excited since I found out P.B. Herman was straight. Which... What? Says more about him, I think. What does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he also makes a... Somebody makes a joke about Tiny Tim at the Vince Lombardi rest stop, which is... I'm also... That was that was Steve Allen. Yeah. He's making gay jokes left and right. Well, Honky Tonk Man says his appearance at this WrestleMania is going to be bigger than a Beatles reunion. Yeah. Which is pretty great. That's great heel shit. Yeah. I like I love that, that, actually. Here's the thing. When they're in the locker room, quote-unquote locker room, they yeah. have these shitty acoustic guitars that maybe cost $50. They're right. like toy guitars. And they strum them. Neither man makes a chord. I don't think they know how to make a chord. No, no, no. Why bother? It's so easy. Yeah. You could just even tune the guitar and put it in drop D and just hit all the strings. That's a chord. Does that seem like something that is going to happen in a carny sport? It's so easy to do. <laughs> yes. Open D tuning with at, at the at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think we're good. This is so annoying, but uh, because this, by the way, that's not even. Oh, this is a promo. This is a promo for the non wrestling event that will happen later. We still have like a half hour before this happens. So yeah. let's get back to a, a really boring match. The only note I want to say about this match: Hacksaw Jim Duggan and and Dino Bravo with Jimmy Hart and Earthquake. Yes, he's so back. garbage match. 
just doesn't need to exist. I just like that at one point, uh, I guess they bring up uh, wrestler and manager licenses. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Which is like really, it's once again, it's kind of like the brunch thing from the, yeah. the last one. It's like, there's not, there might have actually been a brunch. There's there's not actually like, if you're a, you, you're a guy with a megaphone, you don't have like a license to use that megaphone. I would it's think that they would concept. sell that at the WWE store. Official licenses License for managers. Yeah. It's like it's like a membership card. Yeah, there's that was the only thing I took away from this match. Here, here's the thing: from everything I hear about Hacksaw Jim Duggan as a human being, not a bad guy. Yeah, he's like a smart guy, college grad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like his in-ring persona, I fucking hey. hate so much. <laughs> it's the most annoying thing. It is. Yeah, and uh, that's oh, only gonna so get worse bad. over time. I but, know, I know. Yeah. Uh, this is when you imagine like wrestlers from the fifties. And like you see those old black and white photos. Yeah. I'm imagining it looks like this match. That's yeah. kind of what Dio this reminds me. Of. I don't even know. Like he's done a few. He's been on a few manias, and he looks like a man out of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to something that was re- something relatively interesting. Yes. Uh, Ted, the million dollar man, DiBiase with his manservant Virgil, slave, with his manservant Virgil okay. uh, against Jake the Snake Roberts. This is fascinating. Yes. I think this is a decent match. Yeah, no, it's great. And this is oh, this is for a non-sanctioned belt, the million dollar <laughs> championship. Yeah. The belt is worth a million dollars, which I Hell guess yeah. if you like sold the gems, yeah. it's actually only worth $125,000. So, are you being sarcastic? That's what they that's what Wikipedia says. I think it was maybe $125. <laughs> maybe I'm I'm counting the uh, the decimal plate. Yeah, wrong. that's wrong. Yeah. Um No, and this is a good one because yeah, the whole idea at this point it's kind of interesting that Jake is... He's the face. Yes. And he's also basically doing the American Dream thing. Exactly. He's, yeah, he's playing, the working He's man. rowdy meets... His promos are a calm, rowdy piper. Yeah, and he's it's very low-key, uh, to which maybe Mean Gene or Gorilla is like... Longfellow couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Uh, no, it was actually a really good promo, but it's totally what you wouldn't expect from a guy who carries around a python in, it's, a, in a bag. It's creepy in a very... not like. In a, in a way you wouldn't expect it to be creepy. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it's creepy, but, but it's also, this is telling a good story, because, I mm-hmm. mean, the Million Dollar Man is exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. He's got a, he has a, okay, manservant, who, like, his function is to wear a vest and hold money. Yeah. And to, and to protect money. the belt, and yeah. to protect his, his boss. And yes, yes. But, so to make it, you you know, you can't buy buy everything and yeah. I'm taking you know this is you can't buy me he's representing the people yeah this is our second longest match of the night yeah. and it deserved to be this long yeah and these guys it's funny I mean this is once again like these guys have a few more few more years mm-hmm. um, but they definitely look I mean they definitely look like more kind of like 80s. they're still 80s they're yeah. still real gimmicky yeah and they're it's gimmicky and they're also like you know, pretty soft bodies, and they're kind of yeah. like an old school look. And you could see exactly what Steve Austin took from Jake the Snake, especially in this WrestleMania. Yeah. And like, to be honest, because he did come up with—I mean, that was his first. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like representing the common oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the type of promo he cuts. It's just he screams. He would just scream at Jake the Snake Roberts promo. Yeah. That's that's Steve Austin. Yeah. That's all that is. And rather than have a snake, he had beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's he had the a main bag difference. Full of beer. Um, this is the first time we see a lot of women um, in the front rows of WWF events. There's a, a decently long video package to lead up to this match. There's a lot of people there that aren't like what you, your stereotypical wrestling fans. Yeah. These are relatively attractive people, in shape-ish people from across the cultural spectrum. Yeah. And like five different events that are leading up to this. It's very odd. That's your bias. Is that me? I, th- I mean, 
the whole like the idea that it's only like fat slobs. Oh no 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 no! I'm just saying what you see now. It's not, okay. I'm not saying you see fat slobs now. Yeah. You see fanboys and t-shirts and signs. Okay. Now. Yes. No, you don't see quote unquote normal people. Right. Maybe these are the plants, like they're yeah. giving them the good seats. Right. No. I, yeah, I think it was more. It no, was a now bigger, you see yeah. a lot more like kids too. Yeah. It was. I just think it was a. It was a bigger cultural thing across the spectrum. Yeah. And so yeah, you saw more people different. Economic class, different race, but specifically like getting into these two guys. Yeah, and I and I I don't know why. Yeah, that's strange. I didn't I didn't pick up on that, so I didn't I didn't see that. This is definitely the one where I, I caught that. Huh. Um, let's get to the actual match. Yeah, these guys can actually wrestle. Yeah, and they tell a story. Cool. This is the the telling a story with wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's not just the 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 storyline per se. It's the the way you're you're wrestling and the way yeah. the moves are landing. Well, my stuff. favorite part is that you could actually hear in the ring at one point. Oh, okay. uh, when Jake's trying to make uh, Ted DiBiase tap out, mm-hmm. and he's like consistently saying "Say you will," yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, that is fucking beautiful. <laughs> I don't know if he was calling a next move or something, or he yeah. literally like, oh my god, did he know that was going to be on Mike? That's so beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, no, that's I'm just like I'm into that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's and that's the good those little touches. That's yeah. the realism. That's the whole thing with the. Wrestling's fake, you know? It's like, yes, but we're looking for who can... When you said earlier, like, Andre slaps to Heenan, suck. Come on. It's, yeah. the, it's like good acting and bad acting. Yeah. It's like it's the stuff that takes you out of it. And, and the stuff, those little touches, when you see little things like that, that's the stuff that people, that wrestling fans key on. And what Jake did really, really, really well, which is so clearly bad later on, is it looked like he was choking him. Yeah. Skin colors change. <laughs> These are two shirtless men. It's really clear when someone's not actually choking, which we'll get to in our headlining match in that in this evening. Yeah. It's so bad and yeah. obvious. And this it's so clear that he's doing a good job. Yeah. And I don't know if you could like reward that. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. His gimmick like you have to kind of rely on wrestling. There's not face paint. Yeah. You're, you can't like run around a lot. You're a creepy guy with a snake. Yeah, you have a you have a mustache and stringy hair and a snake. It's amazing. Yeah. Um Here's a question I've always wondered that I don't like. Would an actual snake lover, someone that loves snakes, wear snakeskin boots? Because he's got snakeskin boots. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a weird it's a weird touch. Okay. Would a guy who loves snakes keep a snake in a bag inches from danger? Maybe he wants a snake to snake sneeze the world. <laughs> yeah. This is all. This is all. Like, touché, he, touché. he got into wrestling, so Damien can see the world. And to note, I just want to note. So Virgil in this, because uh, if you're just tuning in, the the black manservant, that's a rib at Dusty Rhodes because Dusty's real name is Virgil. Yeah, Virgil Reynolds. So which makes me first time I'm going to ask this. Uh, I'm going to ask this again in another match. Now that he's in the WWF, why are we still making fun of the man? Because fuck him is why. Because he worked for the other guys. God, and Vince McMahon damn. is a petty, horrible person. Holy shit. But you won. <laughs> yeah. You won the war. Okay, yes. Quick fast forward <laughs> to winning the war. Uh, WCW, uh, does by 2001, belongs to the WWE. I know. I know. Um, they're one of the faces of their company was, was Sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll know him as the Crow. Yeah. Uh, specifically, who, you will know him as the Crow. Who didn't even become the Crow until Scott Hall was like, "Hey, have you heard of the movie The Crow?" <laughs> yeah, but at Wrestle at the last WrestleMania, he ha- he faced Triple H. They kind of made it. They made it a kind of a wash. They made the match a, a referendum on. It was a schmuzz, and they made it a referendum on WCW and WWE. There's no reason for Sting to in his first match. There's no reason you bring this guy and do this whole thing and not have him win. So, of course, he lost because 
history is written by the winners. It's the best! Yes. So, yeah. Vince McMahon and Petty, and apparently there's a line in the uh, Monday Night Wars doc where he's like, my philosophy in business is not hurt the other guy, it's just do what's good for you. And that's the exact opposite of how he feels. <laughs> so, yes, he would definitely be still ribbing Dusty while paying him oh. and making him go out there with a 50-year-old black woman in polka dots. All right, let's get back to the match. I think it didn't go over as well in the arena as it did on the television screen because there's a lot of subtle shit going on. Yeah, and, and this it's place I mean, is it's, huge. Yeah, it's like, and it's it's sleepers. Yeah. Million Dollar Dream is a, is a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Jake's using a sleeper. So it's like, it's not stuff that that looks great. But on camera, it looks amazing. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look great from the cheap seats. And that's why the cheap seats started doing the wave. And yeah. Jesse, the, the body venture, is so happy that the crowd is so into it that they're doing the wave. And I don't think he's being a dick. I don't think he's being a heel. He I think he that. genuinely he's like, oh, this is going great. And Gorilla Monsoon's like, that's not a good that's thing. That's not one. Yeah. Not, People who are wrapped attention in the match don't no, do the we, we wave. We should be watching the thing in the yeah. ring where all the lights are pointed. Yeah. So Anyone who does the wave is the worst. Anytime, any country, any, any WrestleMania. This is the first time that I've seen a pile driver in a WrestleMania I, that looks incredibly scary. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Well, yeah. These Movie men are hurting themselves. What we in 2015 in WWE is a pile driver. It's so effective. <laughs> you can't really protect yourself from it. No. You can kind of push off, on, but it's yeah. very, you're, you're at the mercy. Uh, that's why many necks have been broken, including uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's. Yeah. It's very possible to break your neck doing it. It's, uh, it's scary. Yeah, it's a scary move. And... Uh... It's effective, and that's why it looks. It always looks good when you do them. There's no like, no one ever like doesn't sell a pile driver because it's like, oh, you you legit got dropped on your head. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely and the DDT too. That like that Robert says now. That's one of Stone Cold's things now is that everyone uses it as kind of like a mm-hmm. transition move. It's not a, a thing that sells. But when Roberts did, it was like they even say like. Is he going to be able to go for it again? Like, it was a big yeah. deal. Because you're, once again, you're driving someone's head directly into the mat. Um, Ted DiBiase wins in a countout, so the, the feud continues. Yes. Uh, Virgil, once again, gets attacked. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like he really took a bad bump. Yeah. That might be why Virgil's crazy now. Yeah. So, concussions. Cool. Um, great, great match. Yes. Definitely the... It's up, yeah, it's up there for this card. It's probably my second favorite match of the night. Yeah. Okay, so, moving on. A big boss man and Akeem, the African dream, with Slick. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about Slick in the past. Slick is, is a, pimp. a pimp. Yeah. And Akeem, the African dream, like you said before, is another rib, another dig at Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, because he's a white guy. He's a white guy. Who thinks he's the African dream. Uh, the and big boss man is a, is a, is a cop. Yeah. These guys were former tag team partners, if yes. you remember. They, Last WrestleMania. They were the Twin Towers. <laughs> but the Twin Towers have fallen, and now they're enemies. <laughs> the backstory... Oh, I, we should also point out who's also near the ring. is Ted DiBiase and his okay. manservant Virgil. Yes. We should point that out because Ted DiBiase tried to pay off Big Boss Man. Yeah. Big Boss Man said, I'm a cop. I am not corrupt. I'm just racist. Do you think this Confederate flag means anything? <laughs> you can't just buy that. Uh, we should point out where they're from. Big Boss Man is from a correctional facility, and I want to say Arkansas? No, I think it's Cobb County. Sure, whatever. And uh, Akeem is from the deepest, yeah. darkest Africa. So that's where he's from. Yeah. So it turns out between Dusty and Sapphire, Slick, Akeem, Virgil... Yeah. Half black Piper. We do have our the award for the most racist WrestleMania. Oh god, shit! It's so bad. Thank, it's, 
Thankfully, this match is one minute and 49 seconds long, and it's still way too long. Yeah, just by existing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, um, God. I have a note here, which I think it was provided by my wife, which was that 9-11 was work. So, <laughs> that's what I have in my notes. Uh, How about you? Uh, my note is uh, Jesse's right. Slick didn't do nothing. Uh, he gets attacked for no fucking reason. Well, he at is the end of this match. Fuck Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man. If, if I had a kid and he's like, I like the Big Boss Man, I'd have to, uh, to be so disappointed in my kid. Well, then, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think that actually does happen in many WrestleManias from now, where he will be hanged from the from the cage. So, stay tuned. Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited now. Okay, yay. I'm excited. Now, here we go. It's time for that song we've all been waiting for. <sighs> hunka, 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 honky love. Yeah. Accent on honky. Uh, no one could pronounce those song correctly. Well, they also interviewed dumb children and Mary Tyler Moore. No, 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 no. Not, not just the celebrities. Even the announcers, oh, the announcers. don't like, know no one, who the fucking they song know, is. don't know how many hunkas and honkies is in the fucking title. So the first we get... Uh, we're in... The, there's a... Okay. So there's a guy. He's got a lot of hair. He's in a tuxedo. <laughs> he's in the crowd interviewing. He interviews a nerd kid, and the nerd kid's like, fuck these guys. I don't like these guys at all. And then he... That kid is like, ECW. <laughs> <laughs> That's the edge. Yeah. Uh, and then fucking, they talk to a little girl, and she's like, it's a, it's a song. It's, it's going to be nice. I like nice things. What's happening? And then they interview Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's fucking playing along. She's a nice woman, and yeah. I just wanted to yell at the screen, leave her alone. <laughs> she is there to enjoy a show. Yeah. So they come out, and they don't perform the song. They no. get, quote, air quotes, driven to the ring in a pink Cadillac. By... Who drove that? Diamond Dallas Page. Really? Yeah, some more trivia for you. Cool. Yes. Um, great. Uh, they come out, they try to, they do perform. Yes, yeah. later, once they're in the ring, but okay. the song starts, or maybe it's a different song? It's just garbage. This is on for a very so, long time. Yeah, we can finish the description of it, but basically what this is called is a piss break. Oh my god. Because it's not even, a, It's there's two more matches to go. You've been sitting there now for... Pr- Two hours. Three hours. We're sitting in here for three hours at this point. Okay. And so, yes, it's time to get some popcorn and take a leak. Um, here's the thing. Well, they do get to the ring. They actually do yes. perform, quote-unquote, the song. And it's horrible. And it's, like, not ironic horrible. It's just, like, yeah. horrible. Like, the production yeah. is both too good and too bad. Yeah. I, I bet that, like, yeah, that, like, Jim Johnson or maybe Jimmy Hart did it. But it's, uh, it's like, I mean, it's a, what type of song is it? Rockabilly? It's, like, so, an Elvis? It's, like, a Rockabilly song. Yeah. It's horrible. It's the worst song. Yeah, I'd like to point out, we've had Run DMC, who is a legit good act. I don't know what, other than being a Pittsburgh, I really don't know what this this is supposed to do. Because, like... Well, it doesn't end just with the song. It ends with the, probably the most popular tag team. Yeah, they're really over, and they're not on the card. The Bushwhackers. Yeah. Who then come in and break the guitars. No, 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 no. They don't come in and break the guitars. They just, once the song is essentially over, they're, like, all of a sudden in the front of the ring... Selling merchandise like yeah. they're vendors, and then they take their disguise. Then they're off. like, "Hey, this is our the, the the guys in the ring, the honky tonk, whatever." Blah, blah, I don't give a shit. They're like, "Hey, this is our moment. You're only selling our records." And then they're like, "Okay, yeah, it's the Bushwhackers." He has to say it's the Bushwhackers, and then there's a pop, right? And then they come into the ring. They're gone by this point, and then they smash the guitars. Yeah, it's a it's just a like I don't know what the point of this was. Lost the time. Um, finally. We're getting to the biggest uh, thing in the match, which uh, the biggest event at every single WrestleMania, which is the attendance announcement. 
67,678 people are in attendance. And guess what? Next year will be a bigger record. Quote. I'm, yes, I'm excited. From Gorilla Monsoon. All right. Let's see. Well, I'm so excited to see what happens. All right. We're on our Second. 13th television, televised match, 14th match overall. Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan against Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Not Superfly yet, though, right? Just Jimmy. I think Snicker. he had been he had been Superfly okay. before because he's uh, he's on his uh, last legs. Um, um, my first note is Ravishing Rick Rude. Hell yeah, this guy rules. Yeah, he's got his face airbrushed on his ass. Yeah, which is a great thing. And here's our first match without a backstory. Yeah, he's, um, the one time I want a backstory, I don't get. I it. have some backstory here for you. though. I'd like to know it in real life. Yeah, because um, I don't think we've had an opportunity to talk about this. Since this is, we've started doing the podcast? About Root or Snooka? About Snooka. Oh, no, we haven't. Go ahead. Okay, so in uh, 1983, Jimmy Snooka uh, probably killed his girlfriend, Nancy Argento. Yep. Um, Argentino, I think. And uh, he basically got off because Vince convinced the cops in wherever Pennsylvania mm-hmm. that uh, he was like a savage who didn't speak English. Yep. Um because I mean, but I didn't, he probably didn't even have to do that because I guess sports stars kind of get away with this stuff anyway. Well, this is '83. He's not. Yeah. I mean, they're big, but they're not that. They're not big. big yeah, they're no. not like murderer but person big. Yeah, but the his he probably killed her. Um, his story has changed so much over the years. It's mm-hmm. changed, and the and it's crazy. The the reason it's crazy now is because he's he's seventies. He's in his seventies, and they've finally reopened the case and given murder charges. Yeah, except he has like stomach cancer and. Probably Alzheimer's. Yeah. And he's... I, I'm thinking this is going to have a paternal ending. Uh, yeah. I don't think we're going to see well, justice served in this case. Unlike Paterno, he's got some siblings that are trying to make it in the business, right? He has Not a, siblings, I'm sorry, family. He has family. a daughter, yeah. Tamina, who is in the... She, uh, part of the Divas Revolution. Yeah. She's in Team Bad. Um, yeah. I haven't heard a lot from Team Bad recently. Yeah, you don't see a lot of them, which is also, that's... that's that was a bad gimmick. Yeah, it's just not great. Also, they did, after the charges came out, she wrestled uh, Ric Flair's daughter, almost as if to say, look at what a dad who isn't a murderer, murderer is like. And it was just, and she was in a daze, you could tell, like, she wasn't in it, because oh, it's like, my, my dad's on trial for murder. So, yeah, he's, uh, at this point, though, 46, seven years after that, that happened... No, he didn't have any. There, there was none of this then. Yeah. It was not a not an issue. Um, Monsoon does say, "You know how unpredictable this guy can be." Which, that's a, <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Just ask oh, Nancy. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but he's forty six and he looks horrible and like it's a horrible match and bad roid like just like the roided like flabby roids. It's just yeah. not good. And it's it's shame because Rude is great. Rude's gimmick is great. Yeah, yeah, and this is not not a not a great thing that he had to to do, and and yeah, less and Jimmy Snuka, not a good guy. No, yeah. Well, let's finally end the match with two of the best guys. Yes, the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan, an incredibly long video package, right. an incredibly long match. Yes, the video package is amazing. I am right. so enthralled. The match is horrible because neither man could wrestle. Right. The thing with this is, so the the meta thing is basically Hogan's been on top WWF since since they started this yeah. thing. So the, basically, the whole thing is that Hogan's been the face of the company for so long. He hasn't really been. He hasn't, you know, like had like the clean losses and stuff and all that. I mean, he lost the belt. Did he lose the belt ever? 
No, he didn't lose the belt. He he didn't have the belt yeah. in the tournament. Right. He didn't like, but he he lost in the DQ yeah. in the tournament. So he didn't even like lose lose. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. He hasn't lost clean yet. Yes, he hasn't lost clean yet. So the whole thing is that, I, yeah, that's what yeah that's what it is. He hasn't. He, I'm just confusing the uh, the savage match. So yeah, mm-hmm. hasn't lost clean. He didn't have in the '80s. He's the face of the company. Yes. And but they have to prepare. They even know at that point you got to have some other guys who can who can. Yeah. be on top of the company. Well, for sure. So it's basically like they've they've pushed Warrior, given him the push that he's going to be like the next guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is like I found even with the video package, and there is like some story there, but you can tell that they had they had trouble doing it because the, yeah. they're both faces. Yes, and it's very unclear if they're actually friends. They're kind of friends. Yeah, and it's kind of it's weird. It's because their video package basically presents. It's like a, it's like a farce. Like it's like a series of misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. Like like Hogan comes in to help Warrior, and then Warrior comes in to help Hogan, and then runs away. And they've just they they're like it's pride and their ego. They don't want help, but it's very confusing. But it's not even pride and ego because Warrior we don't know his intentions because he's insane. Yeah. So like for Hogan, you can be like, oh, it's pride and ego, but not for Warrior. You yeah. don't know where this War, guy is. Where he's coming from. That's what makes it great. Yeah. But but it doesn't. It's not like. It's not the typical story they told. It nope. doesn't have a, a good guy and a bad guy. It has a good guy and a question mark. Yeah. And he's they're both Warriors super over at this point. It's not like... The least, crowd yeah. might be a little bit more on Warriors' side. Yeah, I think at this he's ascended at this point. And yeah. Hogan, yeah, has been the unbeaten face for, for so long that, yeah. yeah people, and it's tired. Yeah. The thing with these guys, too, is that... It's just this is why the match. I mean, the match is twenty two minutes long. And why it takes a while to get kind of going, mm-hmm. like it plays out. It never the, really goes. Yeah, it gets. It plays out in the in the matches. How the whole thing is like they're so evenly matched. Yeah, and that's why they keep they're doing all these like resting holds and doing tests of strength. Yeah, and they're stuff. doing feats of strength. They're not yeah. actually wrestling. Right, because they they can't they wrestle. can't wrestle. But also, it just becomes like it's almost like a meta thing. Like, yeah, these are guys that are really evenly matched because they're the same. They're, no, well, yeah. In a lot of ways, in terms of like as a wrestler, yes, yeah, as wrestlers, as a character, they're as characters, different. not, but like there is they, the physique and the style, absolutely, and yeah. These are the first two wrestlers when I was a kid where I was like, oh, I could do that, yeah. and that's how I think why it was so popular on like playgrounds and shit. Yeah. You could eat, any one of us could run across the ropes. Yeah, we could all hold like arms with our hold a hand of a friend and yeah. try to like pull him down. Yeah. No That's one, all they're doing. No one died doing any of the moves that are no. done in this match. I could leg drop anybody today. <laughs> I, and then like Warriors is essentially a belly flop. That's his finishing move. Yeah, he runs around the ring. <laughs> which by the way, my favorite the thing that they do other than the like the holds, they run the ropes, the double clothesline, the running That's of the rope. That's kind of cool. The double clothesline, double clothesline looks cool. good. The Simultaneous running of the ropes so, at perpendicular angles. It doesn't like that they're going to hit in the middle like a traffic jam is the dumbest thing. Yeah, that might be the dumbest. Because thing. Because then you have to. Do. One guy has to do the the you throw yourself down and he jumps over you. Then you can kind of get. But otherwise, you could just stay there in an infinite loop and never never touch. I kind of feel like we're watching like rudimentary football drills. Yeah, they're. I mean, running the ropes is a basic wrestling thing that it's they make. Very today. weird. It's yeah. very weird. But it's it's sort of entertaining. <laughs> yeah, and this is actually one of the best rated matches in Hogan's career. It's good. Yeah, it's like is this like I mean it's bad wrestling, but yeah. like I was entertained. But the, the storytelling of it and and the pacing and there's a lot going on that, it, that oh, is really good. But this is the first time Hogan's been in one of these, and it should have been the main event. 
out of all the matches we've seen thus far, this is the best match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is the first. I, I thought. Okay, what you? I didn't know what you meant, but yeah, in the fact that this is the best, the main event is actually the best match yes, on the card. Which for is, sure. This is the, that's the first time that's happened. Yes. Because Hogan's matches have sucked. Okay. <laughs> um, really quick uh, observation about this: the Ultimate Warrior and the Hulk Hogan friendship hatred is exactly. Like two like drinking buddies that like ran out of coke at like three a.m. Like they're are they friends? Are they hate each other? Like what's going on? Like you yeah. just need more. That's exactly. I work in a lot of bars. Like that's what this is. That's what the, yeah, Which so relatable. There is a lot of yeah. It's very relatable. Here's yeah. a question for you: What was Ultimate Reality? Because there's a sign. It's very okay. clear uh, when Ultimate Warrior is coming down yeah. that says Ultimate Reality, and it like they never explain. I it. had no idea. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Those are two words I could just Google. Yeah, you know what I mean. That yeah. requires some weird context. Uh, Ultimate Warrior is the first wrestler to run to the ring. Yes, a la uh, Roddy Roddy Piper in WrestleMania three. Yeah. But to be fair, he's that's his gimmick. That's gimmick. He runs. He to just the ring. runs, and they they actually do put that in in the kind of context of the match. Like, oh, now he's winded, exactly. And Hogan hasn't. He's not sweating yet, and they're going to be really evenly matched. Yeah. and you can't afford to do something like that. So it's contrasting their styles a little bit. Um, uh, Warrior looks roided up beyond belief. Yes, insanely like ripped. Uh, face paint is perfect. Yeah, it's gone in like ten minutes though. Yeah. Uh, Hogan has never looked more like a black person. He is so tanned. It's disgusting. He looks if, like just if you just saw the pigment, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a black man." Yeah. Oh no, that's Hulk Hogan. That's he Hulk hates Hogan. black men. Yeah, that's the iron. Don't worry about this, guys. This is the gayest match I've ever seen that didn't have gay sex in it. Have you seen a match that had gay sex? In yeah, it? it was cool. <laughs> okay. This is way gayer than Rick Rude's spray painting his opponent's ass. Yeah, uh, face his face on his, his crotch. No, or his ass. this is way gayer. The, yeah. the best is uh, both men do this. It's amazing. They lock hands and then they get the other one to their knees and their face is just at their dick yeah. for maybe 30 seconds and then the referee runs around the other angle to make sure it's still there. <laughs> both t- It happens on both men. It's the best. Yeah. I love this match. Because once again, wrestling's gay. This is the most amazing match of the night. Hands down. The best match I've seen since WrestleMania 3's uh, Rowdy Pipe, not Rowdy Pipe, Savage and Savage Steamboat, Steamboat match, yeah. hands down, like the most entertaining. That was yeah. good on a technical scale. I loved it yeah. for everything. That was like good wrestling. And that's the thing is, there's different. You can rate these things. Yeah, this differently. is so good. I yeah. love this. So they can much. both be you know four or five star matches. Oh yeah, but just different. One, this is not a technical display. This is storytelling. This is it, th- this is so good, yeah. and this is the only reason why this guy could do it to this guy. Uh, Hogan's thing is uh, being all American. Yeah. And leg dropping, right? That's his whole thing. He's yes. not a good wrestler. Warrior's entire thing is not selling <laughs> and summoning the powers of uh, the warrior of the that's spirits. Kinda, that's which is Hogan's a whole thing good thing. Too. It's so he's up. wrestling himself but evil. <laughs> it's the best. But not evil. Just exactly. confusing. What the fuck is this? This is the <laughs> it's best. A, yeah. And that's why I think when the match is like boring, it's that's why. And that's the whole like that's why the them running the ropes at the same time is like the, the perfect uh, you know epitome of the match mm-hmm. because it's like if you were playing the video game and you're playing John Cena versus John Cena like that's what this match is yes because they're so it's it's just too similar it's so great points. I love and it so much but even when it's boring like it's not even boring for very long but for like the thirty seconds to a minute where it is boring that's when Jesse gets in some really good commentary at one point um, there's like a very small hit. And uh, there's a Richard Belzer reference for yeah. when Hulk Hogan like choked him out, really real. legitimately hurt. Then talk show host Richard Belzer, like that's kind of great. Speaking of choking, 
uh, <laughs> a Hogan can't choke for shit, can't sell for shit. Yeah. It's so clear that he had not actually had Warrior in a chokehold, just like the idea of a chokehold. Yeah, he implied it. The, both of these men are very, very bad at wrestling, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. love it so much. It, it, it's very, It's very much wrestling in 1990. It, it's like there's a passing this, a torch here briefly to to yeah. uh, to warrior you know yeah it's it's legitimately the best headlining match of wrestlemania um and it has one of my favorite lines one of the last things jesse the body ventura ever says on mike at a wrestlemania uh, this will probably go on his grave is um i do believe hulkamania will live forever <laughs> yeah nailed it yeah yeah but no, it's a it's a great match, and it is inner like like I've been saying. It's like this is very much an end of an era one. Mm-hmm. Hulk loses clean for the first time. Yeah, and Hulk doesn't really want to leave. You can tell. Yeah, uh, he stretches it out. He presents the belt to Warrior. Yeah, I don't think that was scripted. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, and and that will come to define Hogan's career. Yep, forever is the the type of stuff that you do like that. But you've got Andre's done and soon to be dead. Ventura, who's been half of the mouthpiece of this, is is on his way out. Yeah. He will soon be suing them and winning in federal court. Yep, because uh, they weren't paying him right uh, for his his uh, his work mm-hmm. or the rights, whatever. Um, yeah, but it's interesting. I mean, it is kind of a step back as far as some of the like. This card has fifteen matches, and uh, you know, two of them uh, two of them are good. Maybe three of them are good. So we've kind of gone back, and a lot of the you know the newer guys, you know. Hart is still in a tag team, and Perfect gets squashed mm-hmm. by a, a horrible gimmick, and so it's it's strange. It's like a step back in in some ways. But there's a lot more highlights than lowlights, unlike yeah. previous WrestleManias. It yeah. looks good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, the flaws are there's flaws, but it's not as bad. Right. Um, we have still seen no women other than the mixed tag team match, which is very 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 disappointing. We saw more yeah. in WrestleMania one. Yeah, uh, um, they yeah, really step back in that, and the fact that all your black characters are—we've are, taken weight steps back in diversity blatantly. Yeah. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah. That being said, where do you rank this out of all of them? Um, it's it's just not as it's it's definitely better because that the headlining match is so good. Mm-hmm. Here's it's, what I have in order. Maybe okay. this will help. I have three, one, six, five, two, and four. That's probably right. We're not. We're not going to be doing. I'm not going to be ranking these as we go. I'm going to rank them as I go. All right. Well, it's easier that way. Do you do you need your um, copy of High Fidelity Fuck to do you. that? Fuck okay. you so much. Fuck you. Yeah. I so. see a therapist, and I don't blame my wife for fucking anything. So fuck you. <laughs> I see you've got your anger issues under control. Too. Yeah, That's I watch good. a lot of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you got all jazzed up. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So this is. Uh, they've got a good storyline there with the change in the guard to Warrior. Uh, Which you know can't last. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Cocaine runs so out. I'm sure in the next year, whatever they did then to build up the next one, will continue and build on these stories. Yeah. And have the best WrestleMania yet. Yeah, it's definitely going to sell up the LA Coliseum. Yeah. The storyline, I mean, it, it's. I, I can only see good things happening. <laughs> That's the perfect way to end it. I.
Hogan! Okay. 